everyone, welcome back to Noah's Window. We're starting a new week, and right now we're taping up in Kansas City. We're here for the marriage retreat, so we found a beautiful park as a wonderful background. And um, we want to tackle something today. We've been asking you to share questions with us, and you've done that, and that's wonderful. We love that. So one of the questions that we got multiple times has to do with children that are under the what we call the age of accountability um, that have not yet had that opportunity to accept the Lord when the rapture happens. So what happens to them? Well, there are so many aspects of prophecy that God does not give us the answer. I mean, think about this. The disciples asked Jesus when, and Jesus said to them, it's not for you to know. He said, the Father has that in his hands. And so uh, I really do think that we have to look at these questions that we don't have answers for and know that God will always do the right thing. I think even earlier on the Noah's window, we referred to the question that Abraham asked God uh, in regard to the destruction of Sodom. Abraham asked God, won't the God of all the earth do right? And that's kind of a rhetorical question because he knew that God would do the right thing. So we, we have to leave that with God and know that whatever God does, he is gonna do the right thing. Again, though, there are many aspects of prophecy and especially the rapture that we just don't have answers for. In fact, <clears throat> The very teaching of the rapture itself over in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, um, Paul says in verse uh, 51 of that great chapter, he said, I show you a mystery. Mystery there means truth that we would not be able to figure out otherwise. It's God revealing something that's only in his domain. And I draw from that 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 is where the rapture is. Everything that we do know about the rapture, we would never be able to figure out on our own. So that means as we begin to look forward to that rapture, our imagination is going to be useless. We only have we have only to go on what God has revealed to us. There is a scripture in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7. I think it's verse 14 or 15, somewhere in there, where the Bible indicates that the children of a marriage where even one person is a believer, those children are regarded holy to God. And so again, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm looking at that scripture and pulling out what I can know for sure. Uh, but it does indicate that until a child reaches what we call the age of accountability, where they're responsible for making their own decision with the full understanding of sin and salvation, that they are protected by the grace of God. I mean, when, a, when a, a baby dies or a child dies, we talk about how that they are gathered to be with the Lord. The Bible says their angels are in the very presence of God. Mm -hmm. If that is true in regard to when a child dies, it would certainly be true as well for the rapture. But again, I just wanna go back to the two things that I said from the very beginning. God's gonna do the right thing. Uh, he loves your child, my children, Mary Alice's, our, our children. He loves our children more than we, than we love them ourselves. So clearly God is gonna take care of our children when the rapture comes. He will do the right thing. And the second thing is, it's still mystery. There's so much of this that only God himself knows and uh, we'll talk about it when we get to heaven, when we get raptured out. But until then, it's in God's hands. So, Mary Alice, I don't know if that's a full, complete answer that we would like to have. But at the end of the day, I still think it goes back to God will do the right thing. Right. I, and which kind of on that same line to distill it down. You know, if you, if you go all the way back to the garden, what God told Adam and Eve to do is to trust him. Mm -hmm. And in this, just like you said, this is a matter of trust. And like Mark said, God loves our children and our grandchildren more than we do it's hard to fathom that but it's true and so we can trust him 
uh, with our children and our grandchildren, whether whether a rapture comes or their life ends or our, whatever is in the future. We can trust God with the future of our children and our grandchildren, however that plays out. That's right. And we and just like we have to trust him today. I mean, yes. if the rapture doesn't happen for 30 years or 100 years, I think it'll happen a lot sooner than that. But if it doesn't, we still have to trust him with our kids. That's right. Every day. That's right. Well, on that note, Mark, as we uh, close today, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Yes. Our Father and God, we come before you today. First of all, well, we do want to pray for our children and grandchildren in these dark days. You know, to be honest, Lord, I'm I'm not nearly as worried about what happens at the rapture as I am concerned about these difficult days that our kids are growing up in. Help us to be parents that are godly, grandparents that are godly, that show our children the right way in these dark days. And we pray, Father, that you put your hedge around our kids and our grandkids. Help them to have minds that are turned toward you at the earliest of ages. And we know that you have the power to do this through your Holy Spirit. We trust you. And Father, I especially pray for that parent or grandparent listening today who has a child or grandchild that's going in a wayward direction. And Lord, we so often feel that we don't have any control of those matters and we don't, but you, God, are the God who searches out and dreams up ways of bringing rebels home. We ask for that in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us on Nose Window today as we're here in the park. And we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. That's right. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.